Welcome new BFFs and returning BFFs to the That's What Friends Do podcast. I'm your BFF, Nina. And I'm your BFF, Takara. And today we're going to be talking about when your friends are meeting your significant other. And it's going to be a good thing this time. So if you were with us last time, we talked about, you know, some of the not so good moments of your significant others between you and your friends. And T and I kind of bounced back and forth between some experiences. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you really want to go back and listen to that one. Okay, so we're going to delve right on in to the good things that come from meeting the significant other. And first, T, um, so you, we, as we know, T is married. Ooh, so awesome. Yay. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, um, I will tell you this. My friends are so funny. One day we were at the house and it was my apartment and I remember John, he was like, you need an online profile. I was like, I'm not doing this online dating thing, whatever. No. And they literally created um, a profile for me like they all kind of like sat there I can't remember everybody that was there but I do remember John being one of the leaders of the pack um saying we're gonna create you an online profile and it was like blackpeoplemeet.com I think is the one that I use and then I was like mm, maybe I'll do black planet too and that's where T and I have <laughs> we've had some interesting interesting things happen on a uh, black planet there um but yeah John created a created a profile for me on black people meet and was like you need to do this you need to meet other people and I was like because they were joking I'll tell you what it was they were joking about the whole Christian mingle thing and I was like I'm not doing this (laughs) I'm just I'm not doing this but then I did and then Takara did and we did black planet together you remember that team yes and I don't think I just kind of did it like I was kind of drug into doing this. Like I didn't want to do it at first. And I'm like, Nina, I am not doing this. I didn't know it was John that started this whole thing. I should have known, but I didn't yeah, know at the time. Yeah, yeah you should have known. Yeah, because um, that sounds like something you would do. Yes, but I was kind of drug into it. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. And you were like, oh, come on. It's just to have fun. And I was like, okay, only to have fun. I'll go ahead and do it. Only to have fun. And then look where we are now. Ooh. Okay, so let's get into this. Um, so we started with Black Planet. And we set up our profiles, you know, emailing back and forth, right? And then I do remember there was like a moment of trying to learn when people are genuine and when they're not <laughs> like yes <laughs> we lots did have to scope that out yes lots of those guys um you know just from when you're not having a actual face-to-face conversation with people I think it's a little bit different and so um you're sitting there and you're reading and you're like oh this all sounds good but how truthful are you being and how you know like she said genuine are you being and I think that was something that we both had to kind of try to figure out oh yes oh yes and then uh there was always a telltale sign when it was about needing money 
<laughs> at some point they were going to need some money. Oh, send me, uh, it was like a gift card or something to pay a bill. And I'm like, mm, I don't, I don't think you can use gift cards to pay bills, but why do you want me to pay a bill or adding money to something so that they can talk to you? And I'm like, but you're on the internet now. And <laughs> you know, just, it is kind of weird, you know, the, those things. And then the green card ones, they want to marry you right off the bat. Yeah, you need a green card. That's fine. Not going to happen here, though. So definitely had to weed those out. Um, oh, do you remember this one, though? The Which guy, one? The guy who was talking to us at the same time. Like, oh. Not, like, <laughs> literally, literally at the same time and tried to play it off as if he was talking, wasn't. Yes, that was a lot of fun, actually. And I think we had more fun with that than anything. It wasn't that either one of us was trying to actually talk to this person. But that was a lot of fun. But he didn't realize that we knew each other either. He didn't realize we were sitting in the same room <laughs> as yeah. he was talking. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then I'm so terrible, like, she would find out what he was saying he was doing. So I remember one of the things was he told her he was watching the movie Avatar. And she told me what he was doing. And he asked me what I was doing. And I turned around and said, oh, I'm watching Avatar. And he was like, really? I'm watching Avatar too. So, I, you know, I wasn't being very, I guess, nice in that moment. But it was so much fun. It was, it was so much fun. And I think the only reason was because of what he was saying, I think, to each of us. And it was like, dude, we literally are catching you in a lie right now. Like, you are literally caught in a lie. I am talking to the other person. Like, I am living with the person that you are trying to say you're not talking to. Like, we caught you in a lie. So we just kept playing the game back and forth. I'd say something to him and I'd tell her what I said and she'd go back and say something to him about the same thing. And he would just be like blown away <laughs> and didn't catch on to it for a while. Yeah, so that was interesting. And you remember, this one just actually entered my mind. Do you remember the time that we that we had, had pictures sent to us of the face? And we were like, this is not the same person. And you blew the picture up. You were like, look at his eyebrows over here. Look at his eyebrows over there. It's not the same person. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that because we were like, "Listen, this no, nah, this is ca oh the catfishing—that's what they call it, I guess. Uh, the catfishing, where it's like there was one profile photo, but then the pictures would come in; it would be someone totally different, right? Now, I will say, I was a sucker for the ones who had accents, and I knew better. I know, I knew better. They never BFFs, nothing ever came of these things, okay? But for the sake of just filling my time, you know, making the time go by, I would entertain some guys who had accents and it was just fun to listen to them say my name and talk and just, it was just great. That's all it was. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny. And I, you know, Nina has a thing about accents anyway, because if I'm not mistaken, I believe her phone GPS is the British man. I'm not sure on that but I believe that it is the British man I have to take it back because right now when I got the new phone I didn't set it up but yes I'm glad you said that because I have been meaning to change the voice <laughs> 
Yes, I need to change the voice. I do have this thing for accents, y'all. It's pray for me, but yeah, I do. I'm a sucker for all for accents. I just am. I'm just a sucker for accents, and I think it's British mostly, like the British and or maybe an Italian something. I don't know. I just it's just something that like is very smooth and rolls and just gives me goosebumps. <laughs> I guess I, you know for me I, I do pretty well actually with accents and really don't have too many issues but like if I'm going somewhere I need to really be able to understand my directions because I'm already directionally challenged so I don't also need someone to have an accent and now I'm very confused as to where I'm going so I normally <laughs> stick with the regular English <laughs> okay 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 oh my goodness but yeah so i don't know bffs have you guys uh well i guess with covid yeah everyone's kind of been doing things online we weren't really allowed outside like that um but i think online dating back in the early 2000s or mid 2010 something around there that era that era it was very weird very different very kind of open um i don't know how crazy it is now well i sort of know because I, I tend to dabble a little bit, but it never really turns into anything. I think it just kind of dies in the app, right? It just kind of dies in the app right there. And I'm just like, okay, moving on. But hey, maybe sooner or later, someone will find me BFS. <laughs> someone will. Oh yeah, you definitely. But I'm going to tell you something. I don't know if you realize, I think you probably knew I did this. But I think something that really helped me and to really help weed out people and things like that was to come up with specific questions. And if you could not get past these certain amount of specific questions that I had, then I just marked you off as anybody that I could seriously have a conversation with or maybe something, it could turn into something because you were wasting my time at this point because you didn't even answer these few questions correctly. And I knew at that point in time exactly what I wanted and what I could deal with and what I couldn't deal with. And um, I think it made it a lot easier for me to just, you know, get rid of people that I felt like meant me, um, you know, nothing good and that nothing good would probably come out of it. And that, that holds true now. Um, just being able to have that that connection or build that connection with someone. I think as I've gotten older, my patience has gotten thinner. And I just, whoo, y'all, pray for me. Because it, it could be one thing and I'd be like, nope, moving on. It, I mean, the person could be great. It could be awesome. But it's that one thing and I'm just like, mm, I don't feel like dealing with it. Moving on. BFFs. Yeah, BFFs. It sounds like our BFF needs a lot of prayers this this um <laughs> this one because <laughs> she said that a few times now so just you yes. know i'm going as through you, yeah as long, as long as you are you know praying the right kind of prayers and praying right you know the right kind of person then do do the prayers but if you you know if you're not there then don't do it you are exactly right i need the right prayers <laughs> definitely need definitely need the right prayers okay guys so um, let us know um, when we post this on social media. Let us know your online experiences with dating. 
and uh, the things that you've been dealing with. I think that would be absolutely awesome. I don't know if you guys have friends who are kind of forceful <laughs> in making you date. <laughs> oh, wow. That's good. You know, Nina, I think that could be like a really good thing that maybe we can bring some people on here to maybe talk about like their um, dating experience or like the worst date they've had or something like that I don't know or just the dating experience or people that have actually met someone online that they really were able to connect with and be with I don't know that could be good yeah I think so we could have like a reality version of hell date you remember that show hell date I don't was that the name of the show it was kind of like the show where it's like uh I think um they had to be they go on a date and it had to be horrible like they they made it horrible or something of that nature vaguely remember that show and that is what it was called but I'm trying to kind of remember like the ins and outs of it I might have to actually go back and see if I can find some old episodes and maybe watch something so that I can remember exactly what it was about but I do remember that was a show and I don't know if you know this but they said um well actually Tabitha said she was on that show like Tabitha Brown Auntie Tab yes she she did that show apparently so yeah we need to yeah look into that oh goodness 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 yes so maybe we could have our own reality version of hell date where it wasn't like scripted but this is like real life (laughs) real life hell dates oh my goodness oh goodness i'm excited about this uh because you know we're moving from the bad <laughs> to the good right to the good all right so before we move forward uh we told you last episode that the pandemic university was going to end however we're bringing up the school of friendship so we've been looking at some uh famous types of friendships we've been kind of looking around some uh, TV shows and movies and just kind of looking at character base not not actual real famous people so I'm not look, like looking at like Beyonce and Kelly Rowland and Michelle no 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 but we're going to look at um, TV shows uh, movies and things of that nature and how friendships are portrayed and that's going to create our new series called The School of Friendship one of the shows that I really enjoyed watching as you know growing up was The Girlfriends girlfriends was a really good show and it was about these four amazing women who were successful in their own ways and you know their friendship and there's a lot of talk right now as people who you know go from you know watching it when they were younger and watching it through the lens of maturity and how they're seeing a difference in what they thought was okay or not necessarily thought it was okay but they you know watched it for fun but then they're getting these revelations about the friendships that they saw in this tv show girlfriends so one article that we kind of read was talking about the relationship between tony and joan and as i remember it they were a really big dynamic and it was very crazy they did some crazy things to each other and i i don't know but i guess if i had to say it uh, or to give it a um, an explanation, I would think that they were trying to show that no matter what we go through, we can always come back together as friends. And I'm like, mm, I don't know if that's true all the way. I don't know. Um, like when you think of your friends, you think of people who are always there for you, right? Right. That's who you can call in the morning, noon, night, whenever, you know, just to say, hey, I need you. And they'll be there, right? So 
when you think about Tony and Joan, um, I think one of the things that that got me was it was like back and forth. Like Joan does something, Tony forgives. Tony does something, Joan forgives. Like it was just like a back and forth of forgiveness. And I and I get trying to teach forgiveness or to show or display forgiveness, but I feel like some of the things that the two of them did to each other could be labeled as toxic, right? They, what do you think, T? I totally agree. And I mean, my thing is at what point, at what point is it that, you know, you say I can't forgive for certain things anymore because there are certain things that people can do to other people. I think that don't warrant. Okay. Well, don't be like me, BFF something, BFF land, you know, be forgiving However, that doesn't mean that just because I forgive you that I need to continue to stay in this friendship because depending on what it is that you've done or how you've hurt me, you know, I may be able to eventually forgive you, but that may mean I forgive you after the friendship is already done because some of these things are way too big to say okay you know um i've forgiven you but we can continue staying just the best of friends because at what point is it that i realize that maybe you aren't really a friend to me you know maybe you aren't really my friend what what do you think nina well i i, I tend to agree with you there and and i am a forgiving person but in my forgiveness it doesn't mean i have to stay like forgiveness isn't necessarily for you. It's for me. When I forgive it, it's me letting go and releasing the anger, the, the shame, the guilt, the whatever, the embarrassment, whatever it is that happened between us is me releasing it, saying, you know what? I'm no longer letting this have power over me or, or over my emotions and how I feel. And I'm going to move forward. You know what? I forgive you. And I don't actually have to tell you. I don't need to tell that person. I don't need your, your, a permission to forgive you. And I don't need to actually tell you that I forgive you. I can forgive you and then move forward. But then again, if you're continually doing things that I have to forgive you for, then maybe again, like you said, we need to reevaluate whether or not this is a good friendship to have or something to, you know, to bestow or to continue to move forward with. And so, yeah, we should probably go our separate ways. And that is okay. Like that is one of the things that we want to talk about in this first part of the school of friendship is that sometimes sometimes it's okay to not be friends with someone anymore it is okay and there and especially if it's toxic you have to know how to guard your heart and guard who you are because you don't ever want what someone does to change who you are and the moment I feel like I'm changing myself and I'm not being true to myself to accommodate someone else that's that's not good that's toxic that's to me that and and unless the things that I need to change about myself need to be changed, you know, unless there are things that should be improved upon, I shouldn't have to change who I am as a person, you know, um, again, unless those are things that I can improve upon, right? Yeah, well, I have a question for you. So do you feel like some people that are in these toxic relationships and that are doing things that are unforgiving, do you think they actually know how to be a friend? I didn't think about that till just now. Um, maybe not. Maybe they don't know how to be a real friend. Maybe they don't know, have a, have something there, but maybe they need therapy. Maybe there's trauma 
maybe there's something there that you know maybe there's something that someone did to them and now that's all they know you know we you mimic what you know right that's why they say parents be careful what you do in front of kids because kids are like sponges they 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 soak up what they see their brain is eager to know and take in whatever it is that they see and hear and or experience so maybe they there's trauma there that doesn't allow them or doesn't warrant them the ability to be a good friend or to know what a good friend is maybe they're doing what they know you know they say when you know better you do better well what if all you know is what you know so if that's all you know that's the best you have right yeah okay i i totally agree i was thinking maybe you know in some of these you know in this friendship in particular you know tony's kind of goes through and talks about her life and kind of how she grows up um you know not having much and things like that and I think maybe that's what one of the reasons why she was so materialistic and so into things because she really didn't have much when she was growing up and she probably said to herself well even though you know growing up I didn't have these things when I grow up I'm gonna have these things because I wasn't able to have them as a, a child and so maybe she did go through some trauma and some things that made her have some of these toxic ways. And, you know, Joan had her own toxic ways as well, whether she realized it or not. And hers may have come from, you know, some things when she was growing up as well. Because I don't feel like, if, correct me if I'm wrong, like Joan wasn't really too close with her mom or anything like that or family members, was she? No, and I'd have to go back and watch it again because it has been a while. But if I'm remembering, I think there were some things like that. But, you know, she was so fixated on a man having her significant other. She was very fixated. I think that was the one thing she was fixated upon. Um, while Tony had her materialistic things and, and, um, Joan had them being with someone else when Joan had a really good life. Like she was, she had built herself to be a really successful person. And so to, to say that she was, well, in her eyes, she was unfulfilled because she didn't have the man in her life, that significant other. This thing is getting on my nerves. Lord, I missed it. Okay. <laughs> um, sorry, BFS, me and the mic were having a little moment there. And it doesn't want to sit still. But anyway, so Joan is, um, to me, I think she also, again, experienced, maybe experienced some trauma. And I think all four of the women actually in this show may have had something in their life that has them reacting or being the way that they are. And like you said, I mean, that's, that's the best, you know, so that's what you do. Right. Um, I don't know, but I do feel like at some point someone should have said, well, and I do think there was a therapist in the show, didn't she? She, I think she told uh, Joan that the, her relationship with Tony was toxic. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. And now that I think about it, that you're kind of talking about it and what Joan's fixation was, which was on having a significant other, which we talked about. And just that quickly, I forgot. Oops. But um, I think that that perhaps could be also a reason why Joan was not a good friend to Tony and maybe didn't know how because she was so fixated on finding this perfect significant other for herself that she felt like she had to have it was like she almost felt like a man would validate her in her life right and while i'm not knocking anyone who who wants because i i truly 
want to be married and have a family and by family I mean me and my husband um but I I truly want that as well but I don't think I'm going to belittle and or invalidate the things that I've built for myself like I have created a life that I enjoy and that I love right so yeah I think we just need to know when we need to move on from those friendships like that was very toxic. And then here's the thing. Sometimes moving on from friendships doesn't mean anything bad happened. It could be that you've outgrown each other. You're, as the years go on, if you're not growing together, you will outgrow each other, right? If you're not actually growing together, you will outgrow each other. So, um, or possibly outgrow each other. So it's okay. You're not the same people. We're not the same people we were, you know, 20, 15, 20 years ago, right? So, but we grew together which allowed us to our relationship to grow together. So sometimes you just outgrow each other and that's okay. You can move on friendships. People are in your life. I think Crystal said it on her um, episode, which is like people in your life. You have to know when someone's a root, when someone's a branch and when someone's a leaf, right? Roots are there. The tree and the root, the tree has roots. They're, they're dug deep. They're in there, right? Branches, you know, they're there, but they can, you know, cut, cut away. They can fall. They can do whatever leaves go where anywhere the wind blows. Right. And they, they fall every season, every season. So we have to know when someone is a root in our life, when someone is a branch and when someone's there just for that season. Right. So we have to know how to move on from the friendship. What about you T? I totally agree. And you know, sometimes when we talk about outgrowing friends and outgrowing the friendship it just may be that now you two are on two totally different paths you know maybe I'm more career oriented and you're more you know family oriented you have other things in your family life going on it doesn't mean that we can't get along but we just have two different ways of thinking right now we have two different things that don't really you know mesh with each other we don't really have as much to talk about because things are different for us and that's okay if you outgrow a friendship it doesn't mean anybody you know doesn't like the other person or doesn't feel like they could ever be friends again you just never know you know you may outgrow somebody now but later down the line you might be the best of friends again but you might just need to come back to that happy medium again where you're kind of the same you don't have to be the same person to be friends uh by any means you don't have to be the same person to be friends but you do have to i believe have some things in common and kind of be moving the same way or in some areas um in order to be able to keep the friendship going and keep the friendship growing and you know i just that those are my thoughts on friendship and you know kind of when you outgrow and things like that exactly and so as we continue the school of friendship uh for this next uh for the series that we have um, we'll be continuing to look into some of these friendships that are portrayed through um tv and movies um so that we can talk about what we learn and what we've learned in those friendships so bffs uh let us know when we post about this on social media let us know how you feel about moving on from friendships sounds yes, good it does so it looks like i'm gonna have to up my tv and movie game because <laughs> i may not have all the friendships down pat so i might need to get a little bit more familiar with some of these 
Uh, same here. Um, I do know, like I said, we'll probably definitely look at girlfriends. I also want to look at uh, living single because I feel like that's a, oh, I just love that show. I really just love living single. That was a really good show. <laughs> we were young when that one was like really young when that one was out, but I, I remember enough of that one and it still comes on every now and then. So I, I think we would definitely be able to look at that and get some ideas. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so we are moving forward to the second part of this uh, episode about meeting the significant other in the good times. And so, like I said before, you guys all know BFS Takara is married, and we're so excited about it. Yay! <laughs> She's excited. She's so excited. And so we talked about the whole um, meeting people online and how I coerced or prompted T to be a part of the online dating scene and while I was also pushed into the online dating scene um T and I started with Black Planet and this is where we met her now husband and I say we (laughs) because it was we (laughs) um this is my BFF y'all it's hard for me to let people have her so you know it was it was it was a thing. I was there. I was probably there more than I needed to be, but I wanted to be sure, right? <laughs> oh, you wanted to be sure? <laughs> yes. I know I mean you had to be sure, but I needed to be sure too, you know. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. I understand that. I understand. That makes sense, you know. And you definitely when you get into relationships and things like that, um, whether it's other friends or, you know, of of romantic relationship or whatever you always want people that you're close with or people that you're definitely really good friends with to get along with that other person or to be able to you know have you know some sort of decent relationship with that person so yes yes and it's so funny because you know we say bff but i do believe that that is what he called me when he first met me he when we first started um and when you introduced us, you know, in person and things like that, it was, oh, where's my BFF? And that's so, that's why I really love that we've kept that going for years. Like he always say my BFF, there's my BFF. And I yeah. love that. He just said it this morning. He was like, okay, we have to hurry up because my BFF is waiting on you. And so, <laughs> you know, I was eating guys, you know, what else was I doing? I was eating, but he was like, well, yeah, we have to hurry up because my BFF is waiting. Oh my goodness. Exactly. And so the process like this process of you meeting ron and i and i can't remember if he sent the first email or if we i think he sent a message he sent the first email and um this this is the part when um you know we were having that summer that we were having and oh gosh (laughs) you know things were just a little bit on the rough side for us have we ever told that whole story i can't remember that if we've ever no we haven't told this i don't think we i don't think we've told the whole story of our summer that summer from hell and well i won't call it the summer from hell but i will say it was not a summer that i would ever want to repeat agreed and neither one of us have repeated that summer but um you know it was a rough summer and he comes emailing me i'm already having a rough time you know to other people and to certain people it probably wouldn't even be that big of a deal it'll be like okay you know this is going on to us 
it was like the summer of depression and like the worst thing that could have ever happened and i'm sure eventually we'll get to that story and what happened but um you know it was like the worst summer ever and he comes emailing this long email that he emailed and asking all of these questions and i look at that email and i'm like uh i'm already depressed i don't have time to answer i said i'm not answering this email and i didn't you didn't <laughs> you did not and what's funny is um oh gosh i was right there with you but then i was like but wait if he's asking all these questions this might be this might be worth looking into because most guys did not come prepared as he was with his interest and with what he wanted and what he wanted to know. Most of it was what you doing? Um, how you doing? Or good morning, beautiful. And that's when I say, take me out of rotation because I'm pretty sure that's a copy paste. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not a copy paste. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes honey the good morning beautiful and all that good stuff yeah baby all they're doing is copying and pasting so how many girls they talking to that's fine take me out of rotation sir right <laughs> um but yeah but his first email and i do remember that because we were like oh that's a lot but then i was like thinking about it and i was like while it's a lot i think he knows what he really wants like this is a good sign right this might be a good sign yeah, and then, you know, now I will be honest and say that um, I'll let him tell his side of the story um, when we get ready to have him on. But I will say I did not answer that email until I got another email. And um, the second one was a little bit more, you know, he couldn't understand why I was not emailing him back. And so that is what prompted me to actually email him back because I was like, oh, well, maybe he's a little bit more serious than some of these other people that are on here that I've been dealing with. So I guess I'll kind of see what he's talking about. Yes, we guess we'll kind of see. And I keep saying we. <laughs> oh, BFS, if you guys just knew how much I was involved in this, this was... But it was not because I was trying to be nosy or anything. It was because it was different and we wanted to tread carefully. You know, your BFS have your back in these situations, right? We make sure that we are there from the beginning to the end. Um, my BFF, Desiree, was there with me from the beginning to the... And I guess it's not really an end between me and this guy. It's just that we shifted our relationship from something romantic to something um, platonic and... She's been there through this entire series. She and BFF Crystal, they've been through, been there through the entire time with me and this guy. And actually David as well. <laughs> David was there in the beginning with, with, um, with him. So that's what we're there for. And that's, that's what I love about the support there. And I just remember sitting with you <laughs> as we're reading his, you know, and you could tell he was a business person because of the way he structured his emails. It was almost like a, a, an interaction between business partners, but I loved it because it was different and it kept us on our toes. You know, we were thinking about things. I think we actually, I might've enjoyed answering his emails more than you did at some point. I don't know. I think I came looking around like, has he, has he, has he sent a message yet? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Maybe more towards the beginning because, you know, I'm a little bit more, 
I guess you can say reserved. I can be, if you really know me, I'm not really that way. But if you really don't know me, I can be a little bit more reserved and try to like fill out what it is that you're trying to find out from me and what it is that you want to know. And I think that, um, you know, in the beginning, Nina probably helped me kind of, you know, get a little bit better at that. And then like towards the middle and the end, like I was asking all the questions and, you know, sending the emails back and forth, you know, my like with no help or whatever myself because I was a little bit more comfortable I guess you could say yes 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 and so my job was to support you in the beginning to make sure that you were okay and to have you you have someone to you know have a soundboard should I say this should I say that that kind of thing because you did that for me as well I was like oh do you think this sounds too forward or should I back off a little bit you know like we did that for each other in the beginning then after you know back and forth responses with certain people you just kind of you know move gently out of the way but crafting the responses of the emails <laughs> I think that was like a lot of fun we'd sit in your room or sit in the living room somewhere and say mm, you should say this I think you should say this or what if we say this you know and it's, it was just it was a lot of fun and I felt like it was a good thing you know I, to, I felt like it was a really really good thing yeah I'll say I felt like what was really good about it is to me being able to do things this way I think you don't get as attached to people and you can really find out what someone's intentions are through just speaking with them and if they don't seem to have the best intentions for you or don't seem like they are the correct person I think it's easier to let go because you don't have that to me that um what is the word I'm looking for that that attachment that you get when you're in person and I felt like I could ask the questions that I needed to ask and really wanted to ask because I didn't have the attachment I didn't have the oh well if I say this you know things might be you know over or he may not like me if I say this you know for me in person I'm way more nervous than I am um, over email or over the phone or whatever and I can kind of in email I can just kind of ask you what I need to ask you and be forward and if you don't like it then I'm sorry but I said what I said and I asked the question and if you didn't like it then that's not really my fault and that means maybe you aren't for me if you can't answer the question how I feel like it needs to be answered for my liking because everybody's different so just because you know they say one thing to me and I didn't like it doesn't mean they can't say something to someone else and they like it but for me and my liking so I think that it was really good for me to be able to ask that and I felt like I really got to know him before I met him in person because I did get to do that and ask all of my questions and not have to kind of like filter myself and that that was definitely important because I do feel like once you kind of see um someone it's like 
there's other factors that are going to play into it. Now there's this physical, there's this mental, like there's all these things that kind of come together. It reminds me kind of how you guys spent time talking so much, kind of like that show Love is Blind on Netflix. Like that's, you guys were doing, you guys did that before the show came out. Like the show just came out like two years ago, but you guys did this back in like 2011, 2000. Yeah, and it was it was amazing that you guys literally went through the process of love is blind, right? You know, I didn't even think about that, but I guess so. I love that show, by the way, and um, that was that was really good. And the Ultimatum show was good as well, if you haven't seen that. But um, yeah, I guess you know, but it wasn't a wall, but it was through email. We couldn't see each other or anything like that, except we spent way more time in the pod than most people do um, before we ever spoke on the phone or physically saw each other so I think that made a big difference because I felt like I actually got to know who he was right and I think both of you kind of had that idea of well let's just get it all out there and through the messaging or email it's easier to just say hey here it is and if like you said without the the physical attachment or any type of attachment that comes with physically seeing someone it's like well if this doesn't work okay well you have a great one it was nice chatting with you and uh you know i wish you luck in the future right there's no like oh my god you know it's just okay we're moving on right the the emotionalism i think is lessened not that it's not there because there can be still a small attachment but the emotionalism is lessened in that moment and you can be more practical right you can be a little bit more practical about who you are and who he is and if you guys are actually compatible and you guys did spend some time in the pods that's what we'll call it (laughs) and i'm going to check out that ultimatum show i haven't tried that one yet Oh, that's very good. Actually, it's it's quite different from Love is Blind. These are people who are already coupled. And one of the um, half, one half of the couple gives the other one an ultimatum that they want to get married. And they go on this show and they pick somebody else from the show. They're, com- they're all compatible in some type of way. They pick somebody that they can live with to see if they want to go back and be with their person because they eventually go and live with their person that they came with so they want to know basically is are things greener on the other side so did I find somebody on the show that I felt like I wanted to be with do I want to be with the person that I came with or do I feel like I don't want to be with either one of them and I want to leave and go home by myself ooh that's um that's different oh i'm gonna have to check that out okay but yeah you guys um definitely spent that the time in the pods the and the difference is that you did see pictures of each other i think you guys did were able to see pictures of each other so that was the big difference um so it wasn't like completely blind but more of a but i'm still not going to see you in person for a while so yes so i think that process was important and you guys did the process i think you did it the right way getting to know someone um and letting their words speak for them right letting their words speak for them and then allowing yourself to evolve right allowing yourself to evolve that sounds good yeah i agree uh, yeah i think yeah it was, it was quite a time spent um just kind of getting to know each other something close to probably around a 
almost a year um probably um you know things i think picked up more in the middle months um than they had in the first you know little half or whatever but um you know by the end of the year that's when we ended up meeting so we had plenty of time to really get to know each other yeah and i think how you guys interacted as people right how you guys interacted together was smoother because of the time you spent um, working with them I think that that was or you know just kind of getting to know them Um, and that kind of brings us like right on into that third point here about what it looks like when your friends actually like your significant other right and because at that time you're meeting him and we're going to meet him as well. <laughs> I think Crystal touched on this a little bit on how <laughs> I had everybody come to the house. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Well, I think where you guys really kind of saw us for the first time is when um, you, Crystal, and I were going to the Universal Circus. And um, we went out to eat. He and I decided we were going to go out to eat because he wanted to take me somewhere for my birthday. But I'm like, um, I think I need to meet. Don't you think we should meet first, like, in person before we actually go anywhere together? And so he thought that was a good idea. Um, and he took me out to lunch. And when he comes on, I'm going to let you tell. I'm going to let him tell you why he took me out to lunch and not to dinner. And um, I'll let him tell that part. But we went out to lunch and we talked like the entire time until it was, I had to leave to end up going to the circus. So yeah, we spent a lot of time having conversation and eating just, you know, out. Yeah. And I do, I do remember that because <laughs> that's when Crystal and I uh, made our way <laughs> to make sure Yes, they were spying on us in the restaurant. You know, we, I think if you haven't listened to that episode, you need to go back and listen to that episode. Yes, because we were not. I was like, mm, I don't know. I said, now nah, I have a good feeling about him. But hey, this is still my best friend. I called Chris. I was like, hey, listen, we got to roll out. We got to roll out. She had her camera ready. <laughs> we had everything we needed to make sure. Because let me tell you something. If Takara didn't make it back, the police were going to know where to start. I promise you that. Okay. All right. But yeah, so that's, you know, when you actually enjoy or, or you, you're supportive of this relationship. I remember, I want to say when he was taking you out for your birthday or something, I remember there was something that we all wanted to do. And I was just like... Who I'm letting my friend go for her birthday and this is not what I wanted. We were supposed to do this. He better be doing this. And I was supportive of her because, you know, we went out and found your outfit and we were in Express and some other stores and we went shopping for your outfit. I think we did Express, White House, Black Market and some other places um, in Friendly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we did that. And I was, y'all, I was supportive. I was internally upset but I was not going to allow that to hinder what was happening for her. And I just, I do remember Takara, um, that David and Crystal, you know, they were like, just, just calm down. It's going to be okay. And I was like, mm, whatever. <laughs> but you know what? I, I didn't know that she was internally upset until later. <laughs> That's when I found out that 
she was feeling some type of way I guess you could say because we were all gonna do this thing together but I still ended up being there I just was there a little bit differently yes you were and it was I think it was a lot of us too that went to this uh, it was a comedy show I think it was yes um, Mm-hmm. So, you weren't sitting with us, but when I saw you walk in with him, I was a little bit more at ease, and I was like, "Oh, guys, look, there she is." Okay, <laughs> I was, and then I was impressed, and I was excited because you know he did this for you, you know, for your birthday, and I was like, "Okay, I I can see this going well, right?" But yeah, you're excited about it. As a friend, you actively try to grow a relationship with that significant other and that is something that I think I enjoy the most about your husband is that he knew that I was like your BFF like he knew I was your best friend and he did not try to push me to the side or anything of that nature I actually and BFFs you can believe you can believe this I actually like backed off to make sure that they had time and space to do what they needed to do. I was with the car every day, y'all. Every day. I, I was with you every day. And she I was did. like, I was like, no, I gotta give them time. And I would go other places. I would go to Desiree's or I would go to, you know, with Crystal or whatever. And I was just like, I gotta give them space because I want them to flourish and grow. I really feel like this is gonna be like it. Like I felt like I felt like this was the one, like, I felt like, oh my gosh, this is the one. So I can't be in the way. And, but I was with you every day. There was not a day we were not together. And I just, I just had to say, no, let me, let me back because up a little bit. Because we both had, we had depression. It was, it was the <laughs> depressing moment for us. And guys, I'm honestly, BFFs, like, looking back on it now, just thinking about it it really wasn't that bad but I think like we made it even worse than what it was I mean it was bad but I think we made it even worse than it really was I mean just the 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 things that sometimes we thought like the key and the the apartment Nina like I know that, that is <laughs> oh my. okay okay I was gonna let you guys know so it was just a summer where I financially did not prepare as I thought I did. And other things happened that caused it to happen, that, that to have this like lack of funds that I really wanted to have. Now, here's the thing. We could eat. We had gas. We had food. We had cable. We had, we had so many things. As I look back on it, it was like we were thinking that we were so financially depressed but we still had luxuries that other people would not have had. Yeah, and, and I'm still trying to figure out, like, well, I think I kept cable because I think then they had a contract. But I'm like, why did I keep cable? Like, that should have been the first thing I cut off because we had Netflix. Right, we had Netflix. We had, and I was just sitting there looking like, when I'm with you, when I look back on that summer, we just we did make it worse than what it was. So I had been gone from my apartment for so long because I'm with T every day. I pretty much kind of moved in, but I still had my apartment. And I go back because, you know, I have food in the freezer, you know, and I was like, oh, I can go to the house. I'll go get, you know, the chicken and some other stuff out of the freezer and we can cook it here at T's house, right? Y'all, I go back 
to the house. I'm so used to using Takara's key to get in the house that I was trying to use her key to get into my house. So I'm calling Takara saying they evicted me. Now, tell me why (laughs) I jumped to eviction. There is no notice on the door. My rent is paid. I don't know why I thought that they kicked me out of my apartment that I have rightfully paid for. There's no notice on the door, no sheriff, no call. The office hadn't called me, sent me no emails, none of that. But my mind, because we were so financially in ruins that we weren't, we really were not like we were not in ruins. We were so financially in ruins in our mind that I just immediately said, Oh my God, they're evicting me. She's like, what do you mean? And I'm on the phone with Sakara and I'm just like freaking out. And she was like, what? what's wrong with the key? And I looked down and I said, oh, hold on. Okay, never mind. I'm in the house. Okay, did you want me to bring the chicken? Did you want, what else did you want me to bring? And I was all because I was using the wrong key. Oh my God. Y'all, that moment. I, t- <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I was there. Was I not there? I, I feel like you... I don't know. I can't remember. I do okay. remember. I ca- no, no, I don't think you were there. I think I called you and you were going to make your way. Okay. Because you were like, we got to get you in your house. How can they do this to you? And, <laughs> and neither one of us thought of, hey, is there a notice on the door? Was there a phone call? Did you get anything from your leasing office? Nina, you paid your rent. Why would you think you're evicted? Like, And, and in my defense... I never would have thought of any of those things. I've never been evicted before, so I probably I didn't even know what you're supposed to right. do for anyway. Me either. I just knew I couldn't so. get in my house because I was using the wrong key. <laughs> so, and the funny <laughs> thing is, see, I forget to tell you this: your key, silver. My key was like one of those fancy little colored keys because I went to Walmart and saw something I liked and thought it was cute. So I know. I don't know why I didn't. I don't. I don't know. Now see see the difference between us BFFs. Now Nina's a little bit more, um, you know, high maintenance when it comes to certain things, and I'm just regular. So you see that my key was the regular silver. So I oh guess I guess Nina's like the Tony in the friendship without being like Tony, but you know she likes the finer things. I'm just regular. I'm regular. Oh, but you do have like your moments of things that you like. <laughs> I do. I do. I'm not going to say that I don't. Oh my goodness. But for the most part, mostly, mostly now I'm regular. You cannot say I'm extra. I, well, I never said you were extra. I don't think I'm like that extra. I think I just have moments of extraness. Okay. There are certain things that I, and you can agree to that. <laughs> You know, you know, we're not going to talk about like, you know, why you bought that first car you bought. We won't talk about that. There's no reason to talk about that at all. Okay. (laughs) There there were practical reasons as to why I bought my car. And then there were some other reasons as to why I bought that first car. Because it matched your coat. It did. And I, the guy took a picture of me in the car with the coat he said oh it looks really good in there and I was like good okay I'll buy this but I still who, needed... bu- who buys the car based on what they're, that wear, what they're wearing well it was a different color white and I just needed to make sure it was going to flow 
with my wardrobe, at least the coat, because I would have the coat on as much. Listen, listen. Okay, we're getting off track. Way off track. No, 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 no. We're not going. <laughs> I think we should. I think we should do this. Oh, no. Because I, back to our point at hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, BFFs. There will be more time to talk about your extra friend, Nina. Your okay. extra BFF. There will be more time. <laughs> well, in my defense, I would like to say that my extraness always encompasses the people that I love. Okay. <laughs> Don't roll your eyes at me. Okay, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you saw that? I did. (laughs) Oh, gosh. You guys are so much fun. Okay, but anyway. So the support. The support is there as we get back on track. Okay, the support... The excitement, you know, actively trying to grow that relationship with the with the boyfriend that 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 is definitely something that your friends would want to do. If you're bringing someone into the fold, I want to make sure that we all have a working relationship. It's kind of like the friends of friends, but he's just not a friend, right? He's the significant other. So yes, your relationship with him is definitely going to be different, but we can still be friends with your significant other, and I think that's important. Like I want all of us to be able to go out as soon as I do get a husband we should have like a couple's trip you know and we could do that now which I don't mind at all because you know absolutely you know I you know I am like queen of traveling I love to go places so you know give me a good traveling couple I'm all for it like that I'm always open to things like that Oh, yes. I, and I've always wanted to do that with my friends, like all of my girlfriends and their significant others. And we all go kind of like, um, why did I get married? <laughs> you know, they all got together with the timeshare to to go on these trips every year as a, as couples. Now, I don't really want the drama of why did I get married? But the trip of aspect of it is kind of what I'm leaning towards. <laughs> well, I'm not going to be able to do the drama of why did I get married? Now, the trip. I'm all for having fun, but the drama, I can't handle the drama. Yeah, no, that was a lot. But we wouldn't have that because we are all friends. We are actively supporting and growing the relationship between each other, right? The girls get together, the guys get together, then we all get together and have like a great time. That's something that um, I think happened with you, Ron, and your friends. We all got together and were able to have a really good time, right? Yeah, I agree. You know, I think just for friends to be able to get along with the significant other, you know, there has to be kind of like we talked about with friendship, that kind of mutual respect. And, you know, also that they feel comfortable and the that they're, you know, both friendly, I think. You know, I think that both parties need to be friendly and, you know, kind of get to know each other and be able to have you know small conversations and talk and stuff like that but you know I think it's very different from when you don't like somebody that is true um I I appreciate and I will let him know this I do appreciate Ron's um ability and his his forward thinking to actually want to have a, a good relationship with your friends and that that was important to me to see that that he wasn't just writing us off or trying to take you away from us and because you know y'all know 
I'm very territorial <laughs> of my friends. <laughs> and so um, through my ability to kind of say, oh, I got to let her go. And I didn't have to let her go. I just had to release like a little bit of the time that I had with her so that she could spend time with him. Because like I told you guys, I was with T every day. So I wanted to make sure that they were able to build their time once they started physically seeing each other, like um, going out together, him coming over, you going wherever. It's like just you guys having that time and that I wasn't like in the way. Although sometimes I put myself in the way. <laughs> I just had to let him know I'm still here. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't going anywhere anyway. And I think that um, I'm the type of person that regardless of what type of relationship I have, you know, whether it's romantic or a friendship relationship, um, you know, those that are really good friends with me or whatever, I feel like I don't, I, I don't try to lose my identity with those things. And so it is important for me to still be able to be friends with the friends that I have and still be able to talk with the friends that I have. And, um, it doesn't matter who, the person is like you can't keep me from doing things that I feel like I want to do and if I feel like you don't want me to do things just because you don't want me to do things then we're gonna have a problem um Ron likes to say that I'm a little rebellious and I don't exactly know what he means when he says that but um I am not the person I, it would never work for me to get in a relationship where somebody would try to isolate me from people or keep me from doing something that I wanted to do. Um, it wouldn't go over well at all. That sounds great. And I definitely um, agree with that. But here we are, all one big happy family. <laughs> Yes. So BFFs, you know, when you genuinely um, build and grow relationships with your best friends or your BFF significant other, it can be a great thing. Take it from us. It's a, it's a really, really good thing. So, okay. Today we are spotlighting. I don't know if you guys have seen the amazing artwork that we have um, for our podcast. It was created and designed by none other than Miss Elise Watt. We have deemed her our logo brand manager or just our brand manager anyway. <laughs> she um, has done an amazing job and you can find her on Facebook. You can find her on Instagram, Elise Watt, that's A-L-Y-S-E and then Watt, W-A-T-T. She does some great work. She is a former student of mine from uh, Weaver Academy and she's an art student. Um, she is taught by or has been taught by some of the greats, right? She has learned and um, studied under some great artists. So if you need anything artistically done, she's a painter, she does graphic design. Um, she can use any type of medium, charcoal or, you know, anything that you want to use uh, uh, that she can use it. She's just good. She's good all the way around. But if you have not seen our logo, which I'm sure you've seen the logos and you've seen our episode covers, those are all created by Miss Elise Watt. Hit her up for your Father's Day, Mother's Day, any type of occasion, she's willing to do and able to do a lot of your painting, graphic design needs. Again, that's Miss Elise Watt. Follow her on Facebook and on Instagram. 
So join us in two weeks for our next podcast. Uh, we will be bringing on none other than our BFF Takara husband, Ron Clapp. And so I can't wait to have this conversation with him to get his viewpoint on how things progressed between he and Takara with me in the middle. (laughs) Well, maybe not in the middle, but you know, sort of inserting myself here and there. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in today. It has been an awesome conversation about friendships and, and meeting the significant other. Join us in two weeks as we bring on special guests, none other than Takara's husband, Ron. I'm excited for this conversation. Continue you to like share subscribe and follow us on facebook twitter instagram youtube is coming soon tiktok find all the social media platforms tell everybody about the hit show this new podcast that's what friends do we'll see you guys in two weeks bye bffs bye bffs